understanding what is happening in America. That is the topic we'll discuss today right here on the Christian Worldview Radio Program, where the mission is to sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians and to share the gospel that all people can be reconciled to God through faith in Jesus Christ. I'm David Wheaton, the host, and our website is thechristianworldview.org. Thanks for joining us today in the program to talk about what is happening in America right now. Now, over the last four to six months, unsettling events have gripped our country. The COVID-19 virus has caused illness and death and widespread government-mandated closures and, and, depending the way you look at it, promises or fears of a universal vaccine. And after the death of George Floyd right here in Minneapolis, protests and burning and looting and tearing down of historic statues and killings have become shockingly prevalent in cities across the nations. Millions of people have lost jobs. Schools have been disrupted or closed. Major cities are empty. There are demands to defund the police. And a presidential election looms between two candidates with vastly different policies for the country. All this would lead even the most phlegmatic person to wonder what is happening in America? And so that is exactly the question we will strive to answer this weekend on the Christian Worldview with our guest, Larry Alex Taunton of the Fixed Point Foundation. He has written two insightful columns on the worldview that is driving these major events in America. So please tune in today and join us as we have this important conversation. And let's get to the first segment with Larry Alex Taunton. Tell us briefly about your background, how you came to Saving Faith in Christ, and what you do now. I grew up in the military. Uh, That is to say, my father was a career soldier. And so I grew up uh, uh, all over the United States in places with prefix of uh, a fort, And I became a believer uh, during my teen years, and uh, I decided I wanted to pursue an academic career, a writing career, but I saw that there were um, unique opportunities for my skill set in defending um, uh, a Christian worldview in the marketplace of ideas and uh, also at going after some of those ideas that I I think are quite dangerous. And in this case today, it's, uh, it's Marxism. You've written two recent columns, which we have linked at our website, thechristianworldview.org, titled Understanding What is Happening in America. I'd like to go over some questions from those columns today. I'm going to start out just by reading just the opening of your part one of those columns. You say, on the surface, there appears to be no logic to what is happening right now in America. Have you found yourself wondering, what is the goal of these protests? What do these protesters want? Is it about justice for George Floyd? Is it about ending police brutality? Is it about ending racism? Is it about equality? There's an evil logic behind the riots, flag burning and statue toppling. And it's not just America that's under attack. It's the Christian faith that's under assault. Explain more, Larry, what you mean by this evil logic behind all that's going on in America right now? Well, uh, Black Lives Matter is quite openly Marxist. Um, now, they're not, they're not saying this necessarily in all of their protests, but the, um, the founders of Black Lives Matter are, uh, are quite clear in this. Uh, it is uh, also clear when you go to their website, that is, if you're familiar with Marxism, it becomes quite 
uh, uh, noticeable in the language that they use. Karl Marx um, called for um, the violent overthrow of the ruling classes, and he believed that this is what would happen. And, and, and to, to, uh, to clear up a bit of confusion that some people have, socialism was not invented by Karl Marx. Socialism, um, a, a simple definition of socialism is a, a redistribution of wealth by government in a way that is deemed to be more equitable. It's the seizure of assets. It's the control of the means of production. Marxism is Marx's uh, own twist on socialism, and, and that twist called for, for, the, for violent revolution. Um, the only thing is that the predicted revolution that Marx called for never happened, and he was quite certain that it would happen, but it didn't happen in the West. It didn't happen in Britain. It didn't happen in America. It happened in 1917 in Russia, and a, a theorist that came along after Karl Marx, Karl Marx died in 1883, a fellow by the name of Antonio Gramsci, an uh, Italian Marxist who was languishing in one of Mussolini's prisons in the 1930s, wrote a series of, of notebooks in which he offered his own answer to the question, why hasn't the long-hoped-for Marxist revolution come? And he said it's because the pillars of Western society were simply much too stable, uh, those pillars being law, tradition, government, um, the church, patriotism, things of this nature. And he said, look, an armed revolution against the ruling classes in the West simply is not going to work. What, what it will require is rotting these pillars of society from within. And so he called for an infiltration strategy. Now, I think most of your listeners will agree that there are, are Marxists, there are radical leftists who have infiltrated our churches, education, who are trying to destroy patriotism, who are trying to uh, undermine government, the rule of law, these kinds of things. This is what Gramsci called for. It's quite interesting to me because when you read the Communist Manifesto, which most, of course, haven't, but what you'll see is, is so much of what, what is there, the destruction of the family, for instance, is right on the Black Lives Matter website. And Antonio Gramsci, you know, held to these views too. So this is what we're witnessing. And when we're, we're seeing the rioting in our streets, uh, in your streets there in Minneapolis, um, when we're seeing the, uh, the burning of businesses, they want to destroy capitalism. They love the lockdowns because they want to destroy the economy. Uh, these are all things. And, and, and let me say this. Some will listen to this and think this is conspiracy theory. Go and read the Communist Manifesto. Go and read just some abbreviated version of what Gramsci said. Go and read the Black Lives Matter website. You will see that this is all there. So this is what they're for. Larry Alex Taunton today with us on the Christian Worldview radio program, an author of several books, columnist and director of the Fixed Point Foundation. His website is Larry Alex Taunton. Dot com. Taunton is spelled T-A-U-N-T-O-N.com, and we have it linked at our website as well. There was another person you mentioned in your column, Larry, uh, who has been a big influence as to what is taking place here beyond Antonio Gramsci, the Italian, is Saul Alinsky. Maybe some listeners have heard that name before, especially during the Obama years. You write from your column, 
Iago, who was the underminer of Othello in Shakespeare's writing, has come to mind many times, this is you writing, as I watched events unfolding in the streets of America and throughout the Western world. Behind it all is the Iago-like maestro, Marxist political theorist Saul Alinsky. Alinsky authored two books that have become unholy writ for the left, Revelry for Radicals and Rules for Radicals. Both are openly, proudly Machiavellian in nature. The end justifies the means. That concept, if not the phrase, was given to posterity by Niccolo Machiavelli in his handbook for tyrants, The Prince. Olinsky loved it and built on it as a foundation for everything he wrote. You mentioned that there were these eight rules for radicals that Olinsky promoted. Number one, divide and conquer, create scapegoats, create chaos, make it a movement. Number five, political trash talk. Number six, disinformation. Number seven, the thing is never the thing. And number eight is seize power. These are the rules for radicals. Let's talk about just a few of those to give people an idea of what Alinsky was after and what his influence was like. Saul Alinsky died in 71, 72, somewhere there. Saul Alinsky, it's very well documented, was something of a mentor to Hillary Clinton. She wrote her senior thesis at Wellesley on him. She brought him to, um, to Wellesley. He was uh, Chicago-born, uh, Marxist, uh, political agitator, and he wrote a book on political agitation. He takes, uh, he takes Gramsci and Marx just a little bit further. He's saying, here's the way. If, if, if Gramsci said we have to um, rot the pillars of society from within. It was Alinsky who said, this is how we do it. Mm-hmm. And so he lays out the rules um, for how this is to be done. And, uh, and those rules um, are, uh, are exactly what we're seeing taking place in our streets today. Um, he basically said, you know, offers bait and switch. You know, um, always keep your enemy off balance by making him addressing issues that aren't the issue. The, the thing is not the thing. In other words, Alinsky says, the thing is power. We want power. But you can um, hoist them, as he says, on their own petards by um, uh, attacking them on their own moral grounds. And as they're defending themselves and thinking that this is what you think the real issue is, uh, say, for instance, a debate over, you know, whether George Washington is really um, worthy of being uh, a hero in American society. And as scholars and so on are responding to this and addressing, you know, slaveholding and on and on and on, you're moving on with your goal um, to seize power. The thing isn't the thing. And in this case, the thing isn't social justice. They are not about social justice. They don't care about black lives. This is not, this is not what they're about. But you have Tim Keller writing extensively on social justice and um, racial issues as if that's the thing. It isn't the thing. Uh, Tim Keller, along with many other pastors, have bought into very naively the notion that this is what they're about. This, this is what they're, this is just simply a tool to keep you active and busy while they seek to undermine society as a whole. So 
again, I would urge your listeners um, to, um, to read Rules for Radicals. You could go online. You could check it out. It's a short book. But when you look at his 13 rules, um, you will see, you'll go, oh, my, these are the things that are happening right now. This is what we're seeing. In another instance, he says, don't let the other side speak. And he very proudly relates an instance where they storm a government building and they're demanding something from this government official and they're pounding their tables, pounding the tables as the woman is trying to respond to them. And they don't let her speak until she says, okay, you can have what you want. That's what, that's what they're about. So we've heard from the left for decades now that they're about tolerance, they're about diversity, that these are the things that they're about. They're about dialogue, they're about the conversation. They aren't, and they never have been. They want to shut down your churches, they want to shut down um, your opportunities to speak. So when you see these rioters in the street getting into the faces of police officers, of counter-protesters, and are shouting while these other people are trying to speak reasonably, you can see that these are the, the, the tactics that they are employing. And they understand, and to come back to something that we were saying earlier, they understand very well that the Christian faith is the linchpin to everything. If they can, if they can destroy the Christian faith, our law and our society as a whole collapses. To, to quote T.S. Eliot, if Christianity goes, the whole culture goes. Understanding what is happening in America. You're listening to the Christian World of Your Radio program. Understanding it is the first step to then knowing how to respond. More coming up next. The Bible says that children should be raised in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. There's nothing more important than sitting, walking, talking, and teaching your son or daughter to love and fear God. The church is swimming in children's resources, but it's ultra important to select ones that accurately represent God, His Word, and the Gospel. At our store on thechristianworldview.org, we are intentional about offering resources that will build a sound and strong faith in children. You will find several Bibles for children, the Adam Raccoon book series, and Good News for Little Hearts series. We also have video and audio resources like Theo and Sugar Creek Gang. Browse them all at thechristianworldview.org and then use them daily with the child God has put in your life. That's thechristianworldview.org. The Christian Worldview radio program airs live Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time. But did you know you can also listen according to your own schedule? One simple way to hear past programs is at our website, thechristianworldview.org. You'll also find short takes there, which are bite-sized highlights of each program. Beyond our website, you can search for The Christian Worldview in the podcast app on your smartphone and subscribe for free. The program is also available at oneplace.com, sermonaudio.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you need help navigating the online podcast realm, just give us a call, toll-free, 1-888-646-2233, or follow the links on the homepage of thechristianworldview.org. Because when believers have a sharper biblical worldview and non-believers come to saving faith, lives and families are changed for the glory of God. Thank you for listening. 
Welcome back to the Christian Worldview radio program. I'm David Wheaton, the host. Our website is thechristianworldview.org. We are not very far away from our upcoming Christian Worldview golf event this year. There won't be a dinner portion of the event, so it's called the golf event on Monday, September 21st here in the Twin Cities. If you're interested or know someone who is a golfer who may want to come and support the ministry of the Christian Worldview, we'd highly encourage you to do that. Uh, you can go to thechristianworldview.org to find out more about that event. And uh, be sure to sign up for our weekly email. It's a good way to stay connected with the ministry. And also you can get our short takes and lots of other things through uh, through the, our website, thechristianworldview.org. Today in the program, we have a very important topic we're discussing, understanding what is happening in America right now. Our guest is Larry Alex Taunton. He's an author, he's a columnist, he's the director of the Fixed Point Foundation, and he's talking about how what is taking place on the streets of of this country is really a a Marxist coup. He's going to get into that, an attempted Marxist coup to overthrow our system in America, a rebellion, a rejection, an overthrowing of the foundations and the worldview and the, the Christianity that this country has been built on. Let's not be deceived by this. We need to know what it is so we can respond <clears throat> excuse me, so we can respond correctly. Let's get back to the second segment with Larry Alex Taunton. Why do they want to get in power? What are they planning to do when they get in power? What is so I know it's the Christian faith, but what are they so aggrieved about? And why are they seemingly so effective at making great headway at this particular moment in history? Well, first of all, they want to be in power to have power. I, uh, that may seem like a circular, circular argument, but uh, something that I'm sure your listeners can't fail but notice, that it is typically conservatives want to live their lives freely and more or less be left alone. Uh, this was an observation of Alexis de Tocqueville when he, when he toured America, that the, uh, the Americans are people who want government out of their way and they want to get on with their lives. People on the left love telling other people what to do. They want to tell you how to recycle. They want to tell you that you shouldn't be going to church or that your moral outlook should be this. They want to, they want to control your lives, to control everything from the kind of car you drive to what your family life looks like, all of this. I mean, they're about the destruction of the, the family as we know it. Again, this is on the Black Lives Matter website. You can click on um, About and then go What We Believe. It's in a slightly more guarded language, but, it is, uh, but it's nonetheless there. Um, why do they want power? To implement a Marxist worldview, because they believe that it is um, the way to salvation. They believe that they can create heaven on earth. And this is one of the great evils of Marxism. You would think that after um, the 20th century, where secular regimes, mostly Marxists, killed more than 125 million people. Now, now, now that's all religious wars from all previous centuries combined. This is the bloody history of Marxism. But Marxists don't give up on a dead, failed, utopian ideology simply because it's a dead, failed, utopian ideology. They always believe that someone before them just didn't get it right. You know, if only Lenin had lived longer, then 
certainly they would have achieved it in Russia. It was, it was Stalin's fault. It was Mao's fault. Um, it's, uh, you know, Kim Jong-un's fault. It's always somebody's fault who failed to get socialism, Marxism right. But the reality is everywhere it's implemented, it leads to the same thing. Larry Alex Taunton with us today on the Christian Realview radio program. He is a columnist and author and director of the Fixed Point Foundation. His website is LarryAlexTaunton.com. We're talking about understanding what is happening in America. You write in one of your these two columns, which we have linked at our website, patriotism is contrary to the globalist spirit so necessary for socialism to flourish. So it naturally follows that American patriotism rooted as it is in a Judeo-Christian worldview, is the worst kind of poison to socialism. It is for this reason that globalists, i.e. Marxists, have set out to destroy patriotism under the acids of cynicism. Larry, what does it mean to be patriotic, especially considering there has been sin in America's past, of course, slavery and so forth, uh, the immorality of today, How should Christians be viewing patriotism today? In order to achieve um, the globalist utopian dream, they have to destroy patriotism. They destroyed it in Britain. Um, They destroyed it in Western Europe. And they did it, as I say, under the acids of cynicism. What I mean by that is uh, you fly that American flag, you say the Pledge of Allegiance, And they attack you by saying, really, you're doing that? I mean, this country with all of its sin, all the terrible things in the past, I mean, that's like saluting the uh, the swastika. This This is what they want to make you feel shame for your patriotism. They want to make you feel that that what you're doing is immoral and wrong and insensitive to other people. That's what this is all about. So you must understand that. And part of the way they do that is by attacking our national heroes and, uh, and searching their past for some sin. Now, I don't, I don't know you personally, David, um, but my guess is if we scoured your past, we could find some sin there. Uh, you can certainly find it in my past. And we could use it um, to, as a lens through which we interpret the whole of your life and to create a very black narrative about you. Do you, do you follow me? Um, a very cynical yes. interpretation of your life, of my life, of Abraham Lincoln's life, of, um, of Winston Churchill in Britain, uh, of, of George Washington, and so on and so on. We can always find something. Well, this guy here, he was a racist. He owned slaves. He had an affair. He was... Uh, he was a, a killer of animals. He was on and on and on. Teddy Roosevelt is the last one I'm referring to. Um, all of his big hunts in Africa, you know, have now become, uh, you know, something that is always used, that he was some kind of, you know, some kind of brute. But in any case, this is used in order to, to make you feel shame in your national, for your national heroes. Now, the way I want to respond to that is to say, what has set America apart from other countries. And yes, the whole world has sin. And by the way, no system in the world, not even Islam, not even fascism, has a a greater history, a track record of sin, and let me add, unrepented of sin, than Marxism. Chinese have never apologized for the 
mass slaughter. Uh, more than 70 million were ki killed by Mao. They're holding more than a million Muslims right now in concentration camps. Russians have never really acknowledged and dealt with um, the purges, the gulags, um, the, uh, the mass extermination of their own people during collectivization. They've never done that. Um, America has been set apart by the fact that we're the most Christian nation in the world. That is to say, we have the largest Christian population of any nation in the world. And the result of that has been that we have a national philosophy of redemption. We believe that you can be redeemed. We believe that you can be forgiven, that you can be restored, and that we can move on from our sin. And that is traditionally what America has done. America fought a civil war to end the uh, inhumanity of slavery. That's enough. But America's done that. 620,000 Americans died in that bloody conflict, more than uh, all of our other um, wars combined. And then there were constitutional amendments in order to address the issue of slavery. Then there was the civil rights movement. Then there was affirmative action. The United States has endeavored to address her sin. But now what we're seeing is an effort to, to uh, bring up America's past sins again and use a fictional guilt in order to destroy a national unity. Think of this. I mean, Galatians tells us that there we're one in Jesus Christ. It tells us uh, neither male nor female, Jew or Greek, um, slave nor free. We're all one in Jesus Christ. Uh, any decent person I know is of the view that we don't judge people by their socioeconomic background or their skin color. But now Black Lives Matter is coming along and saying, oh, yes, you do. You do judge them by their skin color. You do judge them by their socioeconomic status. If you're white, you're a white supremacist, whether you think you are or not. You are evil, whether you think you are or not. If you're heterosexual, a Christian, an American, you know, you're, you're, just, you're just ticking all the boxes of, a, of an oppressor. That's who you are. And we're going we're gonna to flog you with this guilt until we get from you what we want, which is uh, the acquisition of power and the acquisition of your assets. Larry Alex Taunton today with us on the Christian Realview explaining what is happening in America right now. It's really an ideological battle. It's a, it's a worldview battle. Would calling this a revolution, would that be too strong of a word? Or is it being overblown by those who are conservatives? I mean, ultimately, we have 330 million people in this country. Is this what's going on a revolution? Is it an existential threat to our life and our future in America, to know America, as uh, Vice President Pence said in the Republican convention speech, the, the question is not between Democrat versus Republican. The question is whether America will remain America. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, Larry, Alex Taunton will answer that question after this next break of the day here on the Christian Realview radio program. I hope some of the dots of what is taking place in the country right now uh, are being connected in your mind. You have to listen very closely to this, although he's a very clear communicator. Everything from the tearing down of statues to demeaning American history, not kneeling for the anthem, burning and looting, defunding the police, screaming obscenities into people, taking over institutions, pushing the homosexual agenda, redefining marriage and family. It all goes together in this Marxist worldview. 
And that's what's taking place. It's a push to take over. He'll come back and talk more right after this. If you like golf, you'll love playing in the Christian Worldview Golf Event at historic Woodhill Country Club in Wyzetta, Minnesota on Monday, September 21st. Golf registration includes lunch, range, and 18 holes with cart on one of the best courses in the state. Bring your own foursome or we can fit you into a group. Whole sponsorships are also available. Shotgun start is 12.30 p.m. There won't be an evening dinner event this year due to indoor group restrictions, but golfers will enjoy the rare opportunity to play at Woodhill with its immaculate condition, challenging greens, and beautiful setting, all in support of the Christian Worldview Radio Ministry. We hope to see you on Monday, September 21st. Registration deadline is Tuesday, September 8th. To register, visit thechristianworldview.org. That's thechristianworldview.org. Be sure to take advantage of two free resources that will keep you informed and sharpen your worldview. The first is the Christian Worldview Weekly Email, which comes to your inbox each Friday. It contains a preview of the upcoming radio program, along with need-to-read articles, featured resources, special events, and audio of the previous program. The second is the Christian Worldview Annual Print Letter, which is delivered to your mailbox in November. It contains a year-end letter from host David Wheaton and a listing of our store items, including DVDs, books, children's materials, and more. You can sign up for the weekly email and annual print letter by visiting thechristianworldview.org or calling 1-888-646-2233. Your email and mailing address will never be shared, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Call 1-888-646-2233 or visit thechristianworldview.org. do you have an ideological frame um, myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers um, we uh, are trained Marxists um, we are uh, super versed um, on sort of ideological theories mm-hmm lest there was any confusion that was Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors or Coolers I'm not sure how you pronounce her name uh, talking about herself and co-founder Alicia Garza of Black Lives Matter. You know, all those signs you see around your neighborhood and in your city, people promoting those and so forth. This is a great organization. We're trained Marxists. That's that's the co-founder. That's what they're supporting, whether they know it or not, with their little sign in their front yard. This is what Christian pastors are supporting when they repeat the slogan, Black Lives Matter. This should be completely repudiated as godless and God-rejecting Marxists and say it for what it is. It is disgusting, especially for pastors to be saying, oh, this isn't the time to bring up statistics. You know, we need to we need to be for this organization. There's so much systemic injustice in the world. Talk about being deceived and believing a lie. Our topic today is understanding what is happening in America. I hope you're gaining from listening to this program with our interview with Larry Alex Taunton. He's an author, a columnist. We have two of his columns linked right now on our website that we're talking about today here on the program. He's also the director of the Fixed Point Foundation. Let's get back to the third segment with him. Is this what's going on a revolution? Is it an existential threat to our 
life and our future in America to know America, as uh, Vice President Pence said in the Republican convention speech, that the question is not between Democrat versus Republican. The question is whether America will remain America. What are your thoughts on that? Let me say that as, as a historian, I use the terms revolution with uh, a lot of specificity, and I use them carefully. Uh, to answer your question, um, no, this is not a revolution. This is an attempted coup d'etat, and there is a, there's a difference. Um, a revolution is a mass movement of the people to overthrow the government. We're not seeing a mass movement of the people. We're seeing uh, a situation of the tail wagging the dog. Um, you know, uh, post-1917 Russia, the uh, Russian propagandists uh, framed um, what happened in 1917, the seizure of power, as a revolution. But it wasn't. The masses didn't revolt. Russia's uh, population was uh, 80% peasants, and they did nothing. Um, it, was a, it was a small, um, dedicated, fanatical band of armed insurrectionists who seized power. Um, that's a coup d'etat, as uh, uh, Russian historian Richard Pipes has pointed out. It's not a, not a revolution. A revolution was a, uh, uh, is, is, is the language of the propagandist who wanted you to believe that's what it is. And that's what we're seeing here. You'll see them saying revolution, revolution, which implies, um, again, a mass movement of insurrectionists. We're not seeing that. This is a I think most Americans um, want to live um, their lives freely. They want law and order. Um, they want peace. They don't want their businesses burned to the ground. They don't want their children indoctrinated. Uh, they want to live their lives. But we are seeing a small, dedicated uh, band of violent insurrectionists who are attempting a coup d'etat. And by the way, it's important to understand that what we're seeing here by these people, in addition to the fact that they want to give the impression that it is um, a revolution, the coup d'etat stretches to the election. I mean, look at, look at the effort to seize the election through mail-in ballots. I believe personally, regardless of whether you like Donald Trump, that's, a, that's another conversation for another time. I personally think the, the choices are quite clear. I don't see how anyone... Um, in the right mind, could vote for, for, for Joe Biden. That said, um, the left knows they can't win this election unless they steal it. They have to steal it. And that means mail-in ballots. And so what I fear is going to happen is that on the night of the election, that Donald Trump will be declared um, a kind of tentative winner. And then in the weeks that come, the left will scream, this is my prediction, oh, Ballots are now starting to come in that shows that Trump didn't win Michigan or he didn't win Wisconsin or he didn't win key swing states or counties. And then there's this long um, legal battle, uh, um, kind of like the hanging chads way back in whatever year that was, 2000, I guess. And this country is dragged through the mud yet again. So this is all part of the attempted coup d'etat. I agree with you. I am very concerned about what is going to be taking place. There's lots of scenarios that, that play out. And one of the things our country has been noted for is the peaceful transfer of power. There's just so much polarization now and a willingness, like you said in your article, the ends justify the means that will do anything to remove Trump from office, even if it requires cheating. 
So we'll have to be praying that that is not the case and that the, the election is a free and fair election. Otherwise, what kind of country do we have? Larry Alex Taunton with us today here on The Christian Worldview, an author, uh, the director of the Fixed Point Foundation, a columnist as well. You need to read his columns. We have them linked right now at thechristianworldview.org. We're talking about understanding what is happening in America. You know, I think it seems that these the ideological worldview you've been pointing out today from Marxism to Gramsci to Saul Alinsky uh, to social justice to critical race theory to intersectionality, all these buzz terms that, you know, it's very difficult to kind of grasp what this worldview is if you don't kind of immerse yourself in it. Uh, it's foreign to a Christian worldview, but it's everywhere, Alex. It's, it's in local school boards, local schools, it's in corporate life, it's in politics, it's in the media, it's in the entertainment industry, it's in professional sports, it's everywhere now. It's on Facebook. You see this worldview of really, I guess you'd have to say it's a a Marxist-derived worldview becoming so prevalent all over the place in America. Why is it that these unbiblical ideas, this unbiblical worldview seems to win out in the end or seems to become so pervasive where morally good or biblically based ideas actually don't win out the day? Well, I, uh, I think that they would um, if Christians were engaging. I think they would if good men did something. Um, I think that uh, um, this country is in sore need of men of courage. Um, we are in desperate need of men of courage and result. You know, I, I find it's somewhat um, demoralizing um, that I have frequent conversations with people who tell me that they're afraid and they're not willing to do much. And uh, they will express their concern about what's going on, but they don't want to raise their head out of the foxhole. And I'm just talking about being willing to say something on Facebook, being willing to say something to their neighbor and the, uh, over the backyard fence or at the water cooler or whatever. Christians need to engage. And uh, if you don't, we'll lose um, the precious gift that God has given us, and that's a gift of freedom in this country. Um, we will become another Soviet Union. Uh, we'll begin the long slide into a third world depression. Um, that's where we're headed if Christians don't stand up, if social conservatives don't stand up and begin um, to, um, to do something. Listen, we serve a sovereign God. We serve the one who said, let there be light. We have no reason to be afraid. And I feel that the situation, the cultural situation that we're looking at is a little bit like it was when David arrived um, at the battlefield to find the army of Israel cowering in the trenches as Goliath stood on the field of battle blaspheming God. And uh, and it was under those circumstances that David said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should blaspheme the living God? And then he stepped out and he did something and it inspired those armies to come out of the trenches and to defeat the Philistines. Uh, We're we're in sore need of that, except we're not facing a Goliath in this particular situation. We're, We're facing, again, a small band of radicals who are very dedicated to their own worldview. They're very dedicated to it. They're willing to go to jail for it. Um, they're willing um, to, uh, to suffer recrimination for it. Um, they feel very emboldened to do what they're doing because they're, they're um, well-supplied financially 
and uh, and otherwise. And uh, you know, you think if um, if Christians aren't willing to step forward in a like manner and to defend what it is that we believe, then you know we're not worthy of the freedom that we've been given. Larry, I appreciate that encouragement and that um, they call to action to be bold. And uh, we serve the God of the universe. There's nothing that we, we need to fear. We're on the right side. And uh, so we just appreciate your coming on the Christian Worldview today, Larry. Keep up your great work with these columns. We'd love to have you back on the program again. And all of God's best and grace to you. Delighted. Thank you so much, David. Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, the interview with Larry Alex Taunton today. If you missed any of it, I highly encourage you to go back to our website. We'll have it posted sometime today. Uh, Sign up for our podcast. Forward that to other people. Put it on your Facebook page. He explained things, I think, so well. People need to know this. Understanding what's going on is the first step to then knowing how to respond. So just in, in quick summary here, he talked about socialism is basically the redistribution of wealth by government in order to what they will call in a, to achieve equity, which is a forced outcome and outcomes uh, in, their, in the society the way they want. Uh, and it's all under the, the rubric of social justice. We hear that phrase over and over again. It's nothing more than socialism. And then Marx came along and said the way to achieve socialism is to have violent revolution. Of course, Karl Marx wrote the Communist Manifesto. This is where the government controls everything. So we see in China and elsewhere. This is unregenerate man's default position. They want to get to socialism, which is the transition to communism, because they think they know better than God how to order society, how to order your life, what morality is. They think they know better. That's why they want power. More coming up after this. The Christian Worldview radio program airs live Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time. But did you know you can also listen according to your own schedule? One simple way to hear past programs is at our website, thechristianworldview.org. You'll also find short takes there, which are bite-sized highlights of each program. Beyond our website, you can search for The Christian Worldview in the podcast app on your smartphone and subscribe for free. The program is also available at OnePlace.com, SermonAudio.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you need help navigating the online podcast realm, just give us a call, toll-free, 1-888-646-2233, or follow the links on the homepage of thechristianworldview.org. Because when believers have a sharper biblical worldview and non-believers come to saving faith, Lives and families are changed for the glory of God. Thank you for listening. There's an abundance of Christian resources available, but the reality is that many of them, even some of the most popular, do not lead to a sound and strong faith. While there's only one perfect book, a key aim of the Christian worldview is to identify and offer resources that are biblically faithful and deepen your walk with God. In our online store, we have a wide range of resources for all ages, adult and children's books and DVDs, Bibles and devotionals, unique gifts, and more. So browse our store at thechristianworldview.org and find enriching resources for yourself, family, friends, small group, or church. You can also order by calling toll-free 1-888-646-2233. That's one 646 
888-228-2233 or visit thechristianworldview.org. Final segment of the day here on the Christian Worldview radio program. Our website, as always, is thechristianworldview.org. One final reminder on the upcoming golf event on September 21st. It's a fundraising event for the Ministry of the Christian Worldview. Love to have you come to that. Or if you can't come to that, if you live elsewhere and not a golfer, we'd love to have you support the Ministry of the Christian Worldview. We are a completely listener-supported uh, ministry. You can do that by either going to our website or calling us in our office, one 646 2233 Just to summarize again today what we talked about with Larry Alex Taunton. And by the way, he has a book coming out I want to mention on October 20th. You can find out more and pre-order at Amazon called Around the World in More Than 80 Days. And uh, that'll be available online uh, at Amazon on October 20th. It should be a very interesting book about what is taking place right now in our in our country. So we talked about socialism and Marxism. They're really bedfellows and communism. They're all they overlap so much. It's just basically big government redistribu- redistribution of wealth, gaining power in order to order society according to God-rejecting principles. It's a humanistic, man-based, not God-based vision for what the world can be. It's never worked. It leads to the oppression, the systemic, talk about systemic, the systemic oppression of anyone who dissents, the killings of millions of people, but mankind just keeps on trying it over and over again and you know, using different language like equity and social justice. It's in your schools and it sounds like a great thing. Eventually, what the intention is to order society in a godless manner. And so he talked about from Marx to Gramsci. Marx was about economic, you know, change things, workers of the world unite and revolt, and we'll have equality or equity. And then Gramsci said that's not going to work in the West because the West is too strong of Christian-based institutions. People are satisfied with their life. They're not revolutionaries. They're happy to have be married to someone of the opposite sex and raise children and have an ordered society. They're not going to revolt. And so Gramsci says we need to rot the institutions. So there's been this long march in America of taking over all the institutions with leftism from the higher education and now into secondary and early education in this country. The politics, political realm, the corporations now are falling over themselves to support Black Lives Matter and so forth. And then Saul Alinsky came along and he basically gave the game plan on how to do it, how to be an agitator, how to create so much unrest. People don't want unrest. Eventually they say, enough, enough. I just want to live a peaceful life. Well, you'll never be able to live a peaceful life if these people take over. You'll never be able to exercise your your faith the way you want to if these people take over. You can't give in to them. And so all the splinter groups that have taken place, the Weather Underground, Bill Ayers, and Black Panthers to, to BLM, Black Lives Matter, to Antifa, these people creating unrest on the streets and funded, by the way, by big, uh, well- uh, wealthy Democrats and, and supported by Democrat leaders like Bernie Sanders. He, he's he's an open socialist, a Democrat socialist. He says so. Kamala Harris, same thing. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. You see her speech at the Democrat convention. It sounds like something out of you know Marx's playbook. Workers of the world unite. Barack Obama, influenced by Saul Linsky. Now they would never admit they're Marxists. That's like a dirty you know mean word to say about someone. That's that's what this worldview is. 
when we heard the soundbite earlier from the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, we are trained Marxists. What more do you need to know about what their worldview is? There's, as Alex was saying, this there's a coup d'etat being attempted by a very small group of people. There's a big, huge, silent majority who either doesn't care what's going on or doesn't know what's going on or is too drunk on their own personal peace and affluence to think that's just going to pass. I don't know. I've never seen events take place like are taking place right now in America. And this is no accident. It's happening in an election year. Donald Trump, whatever the person he is, is totally disrupting their Marxist utopian plan. Trump is a nationalist. They are globalists. Trump, Trump is a capitalist. They are Marxist socialists. Trump is for individual liberties. They are for complete takeover, totalitarian takeover of, of society. Trump has moral values, at least he promotes them like life and family and that kind of thing, that go against what BLM is for. We are an uh, organization that wants to dislo- disrupt the nuclear family. You mean you mean disrupt and destroy the like man and woman raising children and husband and wife? What? This is what they're for. So that's why they're tearing down statues. They're demeaning American history and the flag. They want to destroy and demoralize any kind of patriotism. They want to burn and loot businesses. That represents the free market. They want to defund the police. That represents law and order and authority. They want to scream obscenities uh, all the time to shout down people. They want to intimidate people. They want to take over the institutions. They've been very good at that. They're going to push the homosexual agenda because they can't stand biblical morality. They're going to redefine marriage and family. They're going to bring out a universal vaccine so they can further control your life. Oh, well, you, don't, you haven't been vaccinated. Well, you can't fly. You can't do this. You can't go into this restaurant. You can't go to this school. So they can control your life. They're going to want universal health care so they can control life from birth to death, who gets care, who doesn't. They want the Green New Deal so they can control how you live your life environmentally. They want a universal basic income. You don't even need to work. We're just going to control, give you your basic needs, and so we can control you and order our, our perfect humanistic utopia. So the goal is to demoralize, to destroy society, to take power so they can implement this Marxist utopia, which is really a hellish dystopia is what it is. And Trump has power right now. He's the president. And you have to remove Trump by any means. And Trump's not the savior. The gospel is, is the answer. But in their minds, they need political power. And so Trump is in the way of that. And the ends just justify the means. Whatever way he can be removed, it's, it's totally valid and worthwhile. If you kill him, great. If you can impeach him, they tried that, great. If you can lie about him, you can shut down society, you can do voting fraud, as Alex was saying, Larry was saying, do it. And this is a difficult thing for Christians. It's not a fair fight. Marxists don't have to fight according to rules or standards. They have none and justify the means. Christians, they won't intimidate people. They won't burn down society to get their way. They won't scream obscenities at people and intimidate people. So it's not it's not a fair fight. We 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 need a supernatural intervention by God to to save the the society and political direction of this country, but even more, we need a supernatural act of God in our prayer and our work to save people in this country spiritually. You know, it says in John chapter 3, right after John 3.16, the most well-known verse in the Bible, it says in verse 19, this is the judgment that the light, Christ, has come into the world and men loved the darkness rather than the light, 
for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. That's why this stuff gets believed. This is why you see signs in your neighbor. People love the darkness who are unregenerate more than the light. This is why the gospel is the only answer to this. Churches and pastors need to be clear about the gospel and the truth of God's word. We need to be living it in our own life, that God created us to be in relationship with him, and we're sinners and fallen and separated from him. But the good news is that Jesus came to pay the penalty for our sins so that when we trust in him by faith, God will forgive us and give us eternal life and give us hope and a biblical worldview for the way he wants us to live our lives. Thank you for joining us today here on the Christian Worldview Radio Program. Until next time, think biblically and live accordingly. We hope today's broadcast turned your heart toward God, His Word, and His Son. To order a CD copy of today's program or sign up for our free weekly email or to find out how you can be reconciled to God through Jesus Christ, go to our website, thechristianworldview.org. Or call us toll-free at 1-888-646-2233. The Christian Worldview is a weekly one-hour radio program that is furnished by the Overcomer Foundation and is supported by listeners and sponsors. Request one of our current resources with your donation of any amount. Go to thechristianworldview.org or call us toll-free at 1-888-646-2233 or write to us at Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. That's Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. Thanks for listening to The Christian Worldview. Until next time, think biblically and live accordingly.